Former number one pick Jonathan Patton has retired. It is effective immediately. Joining us is Herald Sun and Super Footies John Ralph. Ralphie, was 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 he pushed? Was Patton pushed? Hello, Rowie. Yeah, he certainly wasn't. You know, he's in a really bad way. And look, I think a lot of us are cynical at times when a player, you know, has what is seen to be a really serious allegation against them. They um, play the health card, so to speak, and all of a sudden they bop up later on and everything's fantastic. That is not the situation with John Patton. Um, you know, he's in a really serious way. He spent 35 days in hospital um, working through some of those issues after allegations of really lewd conduct, you know, sending, you know, really distressing and pretty provocative and graphic messages to females and a lot of them unsolicited. And, um, yeah, he just never really has recovered. And so I think the time um, came when it was obvious he wasn't going to be playing AFL footy again and he was he was happy to move on and, and put closure into that aspect of his life. What are the facts? There's been rumours circulating. It'd be good to put a full stop to it so he can recover. He's made his call jointly with the club and the AFL. So what are the facts? Uh, yeah, so he... he um, uh, well, the allegations are that he put... Um, uh, put well, significant um, yeah, lewd, lewd uh, messages to at least four women who came forward. And, and so there was never a criminal investigation into that. But the AFL and... Well, Hawthorne stood him down and the AFL's integrity team took that over. But... As myself and Glenn McFarlane have reported on the Herald Sun website, we've just put that story up. He was never even well enough to, to answer those allegations. And so it got to a stage there where, um, you know, I think everyone had hoped that he might recover in some way to not only to face the AFL's justice, but also to improve his own uh, state. Um, but I think by, what are we now, mid-April, it was very obvious that was not going to happen this year. And I think John had effectively felt like, you know, his AFL career was over. So he was more than happy to just... To, to put closure in that. And so if it was that he decided to come back at some stage, you know, I think the case of Elijah Taylor, who, you know, was stood down by Sydney, um, wanted to come back and play VFL, and, and then was told he could not play until I think it's after their June um, break there. I think that's probably a precedent. But in John's case, and that those that um, know him very well, I think the feeling he's clearly never going to play AFL football at any level, and, and, and obviously any other decision's a long way away. Mm. John's clearly embarrassed. I think the AFL is embarrassed, so too Hawthorne. Clarko held his presser, <laughs> then two hours later this was announced. I mean, it feels to me they're trying to bury this, Ralphie. Yeah, look, I, I'd made calls earlier on in the week, and, and at that stage the feeling, well, there certainly wasn't a resolution in terms of the the concussion, the, the uh, sorry, concussions, the other issue, the de rigueur. There wasn't a resolution in terms of um, you know his own status there. I'm I'm sure that Clarko, you know, knew about it. I'm sure it's been coming for for a matter of days. Um, you know, Friday afternoon is the dumping zone. But I, I think in his case, you know, uh, Hawthorne hasn't really got anything to hide. You know, haven't got anything mm. to, to to gain by minimising it. It's just that, you know, the time was right for them to declare that, that he was to move on from his AFL career. Mm, just a waste of talent. Just a young lad too. Saints fans not happy about last night's game. They were, they were putrid, weren't they? Oh. You know, they, they, they were just so, um, you know, like, you know, those of us that haven't played the game don't realise how hard it is to bat up week after week after week. But, you know, they, they are a flaky kind of side. They are an inconsistent side that, that are able to, you know, be torched by Essendon and then have a, an emotional response to it. Uh, and then they uh, bounced back, and then they mm. were terrible against Richmond. I mean, you think of Richmond over the last five years, and I know they play a game stand, so it's fun because uh, they win, but it's also hard, the tackling, the chasing, the lack of possession, all those things that they buy into. And to Kilda, you know, they're prepared to pick and choose, and that's the ultimate indictment on a football side. Brad Hill um, well, won't be dropped by Brett Ratton, but what kind of message does that send? Oh. You know, I know he's on 900,000, and he's a, he's a hard runner, and we probably need him, so we're prepared to accept 
you know, that, that, that thing, picking and choosing, you know, deciding when to defensively run, deciding when to tackle. Oh, it's not a great message to send no. to the rest of the, the players, is it? He's got a tough one there. Hey, uh, as always, Ralphie, thanks for your time. Thanks again. Herald Sun and Superfooties John Ralph there. Now, if that's not a lesson to every AFL footballer right there, there never, ever will be. Exhibit one, John O'Patton. You can read it uh, at superfooty.com.au. And just on St Kilda, they put out a release this afternoon saying inappropriate comments and online abuse will not be tolerated by the St Kilda Football Club. While we understand the fans are frustrated, we will not accept personal attacks on players or the minorities that they represent. So you can just... You know exactly where that abuse is going.